Hey friends, Isaac here. It's Tuesday, December 21st. Welcome to the Living the Dream Show with Kevin White. This is the podcast where we live the dream of people of every nation, tribe and tongue, worship Jesus together on earth today as it already is in heaven. Thank you for subscribing, reviewing and sharing the show. Kevin's newest book, Get to the Point, was an instant international bestseller. Get to the Point is available worldwide in paperback, hardback, ebook, and audiobook. It is a practical guide for passionately pursuing God's presence. Every guidance and provision you will ever need can be found today in the presence of God. Visit kevinwhite.us to read and gift Get to the Point and Kevin's first book, Audacious Generosity, today. Today, Kevin is joined by Temsela Bass of Nashville, North Carolina. Temsela is a sister in Christ, friend and board member for Global Hope India. Put your hands together and let's welcome Kevin and Temsela to today's show. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Living the Dream Show. I'm Pastor Kevin and I'm here with my co-host Temsela. How are you, my sister? Hey. Good. How are you? I'm doing great. And last week, you introduced us to a beautiful couple uh, from your homeland. I'm born in the USA. You're born in India. And we have Asangla and Sumit here again this week. What a great conversation we had last week. Thank you again for being on the show. How are you two doing? We're doing awesome. Yeah. Ready for the feast. Yes. Yes. Well, we are just days away from Christmas. Merry Christmas to you and everyone listening. If you're watching on YouTube, you can actually see us right now. If you're listening wherever podcasts can be heard, we welcome you into the conversation. And we are uh, just having a very uh, friendly and purposeful conversation about the blending of cultures in the celebration of the holidays. And last week, Asangla really went into vivid detail of what it was like for her growing up in her family of three generations of Christians celebrating Christmas. And then um, Sumit shared with us vivid details of what it was like growing up in his home. And he is a first-generation Christian. And, um, and it was just very interesting. I hope you'll go back and take a listen to that uh, because there were some some common things there. One point that we really uh, took away from last week is that there are 7 billion people on planet earth and even among the Christian community there's a there's a, a different in expressions of, of the holiday celebration. But then when you add in uh, people who have not been raised Christian, it's easy for them to be uh, confused about what Christmas really is. Uh, I mean, think about it. Snowman, <laughs> sleighs, uh, Christmas trees. We're not really sure exactly as, as, a, as a foreigner to America, as a foreigner to Western thought, as a foreign to Christian uh, teaching, uh, what does that have to do with a baby being born in a manger and the birthday of Jesus? And we're not bashing Santa or we're not bashing Frosty the Snowman. That's not the point of the show. The point is just simply to remind us all uh, of the true meaning of the holidays and how we can, we can be open to other people's ideas about, about Christmas. You know, there, there, there's nothing wrong with seeing Christmas as a fun holiday. There's nothing wrong with seeing 
Christmas and a very historical celebration of Christmas. We were talking about some of the Feast of Trumpets and different things uh, last week. Themsala, guide us into today's because last week we sort of had a cliffhanger moment. Sumit uh, just encouraged us with, they are now here in the USA for the last 20 years celebrating Christmas. And now one of their primary questions every holiday is who can we invite into our Christmas celebration? People without family here nearby, friends that that would otherwise be alone on Christmas, who can we invite in? And that's a great conversation to have. Um, you want to guide us into that conversation and let's take off. Yes. Uh, like we were talking about last week, um, how you know things have changed over the years about our perspective on um, Christmas and holiday celebrations and how as uh, Christians, how we can, you know, be intentional as Sumit was talking about, how we can be intentional. So I just want to throw the question to Asangla as well to share her inputs on that. You know, over the years, how has your Christmas um, and holidays, you know, has transitioned the ideas and the legacies, the traditions, and what what do you uh, foresee in the near future? How do you, in your family, how are you intentional? Let me put it that way. How are you intentional in celebrating not just the Christmas, but also any other holidays? Absolutely. Uh, well, that's a loaded question. Um, just to piggyback on what Sumit was um, uh, talking about earlier, one of the things that we actually are intentional about is the rhythms and the seasons of, of the year. So right now, we live in a world where we follow the 12-month calendar. As far as um, in the Bible, he was talking about, you know, the, the feasts that were given in the Old Testament. It also has, a, it's, it follows a certain rhythm and it, you know, it sees, it comes and it goes and it comes and it goes. So for example, for me, um, when people uh, wish, you know, a happy new year on Jan 1st, it's the Hellenistic calendar of like the 12 month, you know, Jan all the way to December. But in the Jewish calendar, September is actually technically the time that they actually go into a new season, a new year, a new year begins in September. So with me personally, uh, over the last, I want to say, even like the six or seven year period, I have actually adjusted my time clock or my mental clock, in a way of speaking, of really tuning in and taking time away from the busyness of life in the month of September. It also happens to be my birthday. So it kind of works. Birthday. Yeah, we would go away for a week as a family and we would really tune in and I would just ask the Lord, hey, you know, this year was amazing or, you know, some of the disappointments or some of the things that didn't happen as expected. And I would basically just sit before the Lord and ask, how does this next year look? And this happens in September for me. So many times when December rolls around and between Christmas and New Year, people are, you know, making New Year's resolutions and going into that, you know, I have to do this in January or in the next year. For me, I've already like, you know, readjusted my time clock to uh, the Jewish calendar year in September. So that has been something that I've been very intentional about. And it's really helped uh, us to focus 
on setting that time aside to really ask God for a reevaluation, taking stock on, you know, how uh, how we are doing. I guess the other thing for us, we talked about earlier too, with Thanksgiving, for example, which uh, happens every year in the U.S. in November. That is the other question too. We take that opportunity to ask ourselves, who do we spend Thanksgiving with this year? We do have a, a, a close knit circle of friends that we, by default, hang out with. But even around that, we have Friendsgiving. We try to, you know, cook a bird or a ham or whatever good food that we can cook around. Like Indian food is, uh, um, you know, amazing. You can never try Indian food. I mean, it really speaks to <laughs> speaks people. Speaks to your soul. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we just mm-hmm. cook and we invite friends over for Friendsgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, so not necessarily that it has to happen on Thanksgiving Day, but we just take that season, that week, to do those meaningful things. And um, outreaches to the community here as well. We, uh, as a family, I mean, just hanging out with Carry the Water even last week, uh, last month, Hersville, North Carolina, was a great opportunity and just to, you know, serve people. So just looking for opportunity to uh, meaningful connections uh, has always a, a big, big priority, yeah, priority for yeah. us. Yes. And also, yeah. you know, during the Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, mm-hmm. that, that whole season, we want our kids and ourselves to, to practice giving. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like a muscle if you don't Mm-hmm. Use it, you lose it, and um, you know, especially I think over the pandemic, uh, you know, the because of the lack of human connection and yeah. human interaction, mm-hmm. sometimes the giving seems very shallow because you can give online, but you're not, you're not with other people, you know, you're not in the same room as them. And this time we're like, uh, okay, how can we give? And we asked our kids this as well, and. Uh, they're very talented. I think they all come from your side, but <laughs> but you know, one of our uh, kids, he he he's great at piano. He just he mm. plays. When he plays, it's like heaven comes down, and then I, I can brag on that. Right? And but you uh, can because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> and and we're like, you know, let's let's go into some some old age homes. Let's go to some nursing homes mm-hmm. and just let's play there and yeah. you know he can play uh, christmas carols he knows a whole bunch of them but he mm. can play some worship songs or his own compositions it doesn't yeah. matter but it's his service and we're doing it you know mm. uh, we're out of our comfort zone we're actually doing something um mm. that we enjoy doing but you know it, it does take work and then my my other son uh, he was at the fair uh carry the water and i think he was the most popular kid in- mm-hmm. <laughs> in the park because he was making these uh, balloon animals and every kid you see in the park had some kind of balloon animal either in shape or totally deflated mm-hmm. and uh, we're like let's go to one of the children's hospitals and let's do uh, let's just make balloon toys for those kids so so we're, that's what we're doing Love and it. we're hoping to make that a tradition mm-hmm. and um, you know just make that part of the the, the repertoire of giving yeah. mm-hmm. because giving doesn't always have to be just in money mm-hmm. like because we sometimes I think put value so much on the currency mm-hmm. that we forget that there's time resources and talents that you know we all have so you know even if it means showing up to help someone a neighbor who needs their yard cleaned up or mm-hmm. you know blow leaves you know it can be practical things that we can do so 
And, and you don't have to wait till Christmas for that. No, but, you don't have to. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. And also, as parents, it's also kids watching our lives and how we, you know, um, how we choose to model that for them. I think that's a big one mm-hmm. as well. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that helped answer your, your question, mm-hmm. Tamsla, but yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I just want to summarize some things that I heard and then maybe uh, Thimsala can add to it or, or you can dive in. But I want to just point this out to the audience. Uh, what, what the conversation is um, sharing, how God's using that, is to remind us to prepare our hearts for Christmas. Now, it's obviously not September anymore and we're just a few days away, um, but it's never too late realize that Christmas is really a celebration that happens in the heart. You can have the biggest Christmas tree and totally miss Christmas. Uh, You can have the best Christmas decorations and win awards in your neighborhood for the best uh, decorated home and totally miss Christmas. Uh, You can have nothing under the tree, no material possessions, but totally have the true meaning of Christmas in your heart. I'm, I'm just going to share here. If you haven't read my book yet, Get to the Point, Christmas is all about getting to the point. The whole point of Christmas is the presence of God. And that happens in our heart. It happens in our mind. It happens uh, in our soul. As, as we seek first His presence, He has promised that everything else will be added to us. And so take time to prepare. Don't just prepare a meal. Don't just prepare gifts but prepare your heart for Christmas. And this doesn't necessarily mean you have to go meditate for five and a half hours in all solitude and quietness. If you can, do it. That's a great gift. But if you only have 15 minutes to just sit quietly in a dark closet somewhere and just say, thank you, Jesus, for your presence. Thank you, God, for your grace, for your compassion, for your mercy. Thank you for my my spouse. Thank you for our kids. Thank you for my family. Thank you for life. Thank you for a job. And you know, just being being grateful and and thanking, thanking God for the gift of salvation, for the gift of Jesus. So Hear that. Prepare your heart. The second thing is be like Jesus. So, so Christmas is a person. We're, we, are, we are literally saying Merry Christmas and Happy Birthday at the same time. Jesus is God incarnate, come flesh, made humble, and becomes like a man. So just as you and I were born of our mothers, He was born of the Virgin Mary, which was, which was brought about by the Holy Spirit. Then he, he showed us God, 100% God, 100% man. And, and he, this teaches us how we can live. And so have fun, eat food, be in community, have friends, enjoy your family. That's what Jesus taught us while he was here. Then acknowledge the power of God through these relationships. You have an opportunity to bring the purpose of God from heaven to earth as you break bread with your family, as you pray over your family, as you speak truth to your family, as you just demonstrate the love of God to your family. Be like this Jesus that was born at Christmas. Uh, With that, reach out. Jesus didn't come to be served, um, but to but to serve and to give him his life as a ransom for many. So reach out. Realize that Christmas is not about gimme, 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 gimme. If so, you're really going to be dissatisfied with Christmas. 
Um, you can be given the world's most expensive gift and totally be dissatisfied because Jesus taught us it's more blessed to give than to receive. There's nothing wrong with getting gifts. I'm not condemning anyone for wanting a gift or, or getting a gift, but I'm telling you the true blessing in life is found in what you give, not in what you receive. Test God in that. This is the only area that he has, he has instructed us to test him. You can never outgive God. So reach out. There's lots of ways in which you can be a neighbor. You can be a friend. Um, you can reach out with the message of Christmas and, and it be about Jesus the Savior has come. Uh, then the, the last thing that I heard is practice giving. Um, not just the giving of currency, but the giving of yourself. Um, sometimes one of the best things you could do as a gift is not take a wrapped present with a bow on it into someone's house, but take you into someone's house and just sit with them and have tea with them and talk to them and it's still value on them. Send a text to someone, send an email to someone, make a phone call to someone. There, if, if you just pray right now, I would be shocked if the Holy Spirit wouldn't bring two or three people to mind that you can instill value in this Christmas without spending one penny, one rupee, one peso on them by just being a friend to them. You know, it's rare to have someone pursue us. That's rare today. We live in a day, especially in the USA, where we close the doors behind us. We don't want to be interrupted. And so to have someone check on us, love us, instill value into us is a great gift. Themsala, anything else before we close out this, this show? Yeah, I just want to add on to all that you guys have shared. Sangla, Sumit, and you, Kevin. Christmas, and not just Christmas, but any holiday should not, for example, I mean, just the Christmas itself on December 25th, we should not make it as only something that we should celebrate only on the 25th. And that's it. You know, check mark, I've done my duty. But just as the scripture talks in John chapter 15 about uh, abiding in Christ, it's a lifestyle. Abiding mm. is a lifestyle. And when it becomes a lifestyle, it is going to have an impact in every area of our life, just uh, like you're talking about. And then Asanga Sumit was talking about the, the, the joy of giving. It becomes a lifestyle in every area of our life. And, you know, whether it's the holiday seasons or any other day, the main important thing for all of us to understand and is that, you know, in John chapter 3, verses 16 and 17, it talks about, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believed in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. And not just that, it says, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And that's a gift that Jesus is coming and giving to each one of us. And that's the joy of Christmas. And so, you know, the legacy, we are not bashing people about uh, the gifts and the decorations, the Santa Claus and whatnot. 
but let us be intentional. Let mm -hmm. us uh, stop and think before we do anything. How is it going to have an impact in my life, in my family? And so let it be an expression. Uh, whatever we do, let it be an expression of our faith. If it's not bringing glory to God, hey, I'm you know, okay with not doing something that does not bring glory to God. Mm. And so uh, let us be intentional about seeking God first and say, Lord, does it please you? Does it honor you? Even the, some traditions or legacy, asking God, is this, you know, what the word of God says? Ask, always evaluating before him and asking. And if it is not, then it is okay. For me personally and for my family, it's okay to let it go and adopt something that's biblical, that's honoring to God and that's pleasing to God. And I just want to say thank you to all of you for being part of this uh, discussion, holiday discussion, mm -hmm. and um, what it is, what uh, Christmas means to each one of us and also to our families and to people from different culture and coming from different traditions and background. And I just want to say thank you to Asangla and Sumit for being in our discussion uh, this month. Yes, yes. What a beautiful couple. And I just pray God's blessings over both of you and your families. Uh, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to everyone in the audience. Yes. And Happy New Year. We'll see you next week on the Live in the Dream Show. God bless you all. Thank you for listening to the Living the Dream Show with Kevin White. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. This program is copyright Kevin White International. All rights reserved. Each week we bring you a message of living the dream as people of every nation, tribe and tongue worship Jesus together on earth today. As it already is in heaven. Remembering the gift of God's presence through Jesus Christ is accessible to everyone. Join us again next week for Living the Dream with Kevin White. Living the Dream with Kevin White.